0: Hello everybody, welcome back to Uncommon Sense. this episode, I want to talk about illegal immigration because our southern border is really going through a tough time right now, just going through a real tough time. And uh, the rest of the country, I don't feel like everybody's really focusing in on this issue as much as they should be. A lot of the people that illegally immigrate to America go through so much hell to get here. And I think a lot of the people on the left do not understand, you know, how much hell that they are going through um, when they're illegally immigrating to the U.S. A lot of the people on the progressive side of everything really think that they're being caring and compassionate when they are pro-illegal immigration. They are say- they think that they're saying, um, you know, we're being caring, we're being compassionate. We're, we want them to come to America. We want to be there for them. We want to take care of them. But you'll notice that all of the progressive people who are claiming to want to be there for illegal immigrants are never welcoming those people into their homes. They're never offering to donate any money to them. They're never helping in any actual material way, they are just projecting all of this virtue signaling out on their social media accounts or at these rallies for pro-illegal immigration, whatever it is that they are doing. They just want to seem caring and compassionate. And you'll see that a lot of the time on the left where they care way more about seeming caring and compassionate than being caring and compassionate. And as somebody who actually cares about people and has a pretty good level of empathy, I think it's actually very grotesque to see what these people are going through. A lot of the time, the women and children are sex trafficked. They are raped. Their clothes are thrown into trees um, so that the MS-13 gang members can brag in a way about what they are doing to these women and children and it is a completely devastating and horrific thing. Don't forget that this is how the cartels exist. This is how they sell their drugs and make their dirty money and how their Putting our country along with all of these people who are immigrating from Mexico up to the U.S. They're they're all in so much trouble. They're in danger. They get killed a lot of the time. They'll you'll see if you actually looked into all of this, all of these bodies washing up on from rivers where they've been murdered, tossed into these rivers. Um, so everybody who thinks that it's so caring and compassionate to be pro illegal immigration. Legal immigration is so much safer for these people. America has never been anti-immigration. My family immigrated from Ireland. Um, you know, we are not anti-immigration in America. I think that a lot of the people on the left also think that people on the right are anti-immigration, but we're not. We are anti, and I'm an independent. I keep I keep saying that I'm like I'm on the right. I I line politically with a lot of the views on the right, but there's a far right that I do not align myself with. So whenever I'm saying we don't don't believe in that. I'm talking about the more independent minded people who lean conservative on a lot of issues, which is how I am. But the people on the left do not want to focus on these stories. And I think I was doing I was on a panel and I was talking about this, but I was talking about, you know, how we really need to do a better job. Those of us on in the independent on the right conservative, whatever you want to call it, we have a duty and a responsibility to get the message out to the people on the left in this country, you know, exactly what these people are going through when they're illegally immigrating, because it is very hazardous. These people are hurt. They are, again, oftentimes killed. And nobody talks about that on the left. Um, They just don't talk about it. The left is also very interested in, you know, more progressive votes. They are very interested in having these people, no matter how dangerous it is, you know, immigrate illegally and come over the southern border and become U.S. citizens so that they can bribe them into voting for Democrats. That's a real life thing that happens. And that's why a lot of the Democrats, you know, who are smarter and they are the leaders and they are the politicians and they are the business people, um, you know, they don't mind all of the turmoil. And it's just, I'm going to cry. I'm going to freaking cry. Like they don't mind all of the stuff that these people go through. As long as they get those votes and as long as they get the power, they do not care. Think about all of the easy labor and cheap labor that, um, you know, corporations get from these people. I mean, it's all of this stuff that happens politically at a cultural level. I mean, there's always some sort of profit to be made by someone in some way, be that power or money. It's something that these people are getting. If they're pushing something really, really hard, especially politically or something like a social cult is what I call all of these things like, you know, Feminism, Black Lives Matter, like all of these things that sprout up where, uh, you know, and the right does it too. I'm not going to act like the right doesn't do it too, but it's just not to the same extent as the left does it um, because the left is very tribalistic and they are very collective um, and communal and they just, they like that. But I really think that independence and, you know, people on the right need to do a better job of getting the stories out of these people who, you know, are going just through absolute hell to illegally immigrate. We need to show the left... Um, you know what they're going through and then maybe if they do have the level of empathy that they claim to then they will understand that this is not the way that they should be supporting these people immigrating i mean they should everybody should be for legal immigration it's the safest type of immigration that there is and again i am not against immigration i love the idea that america is a melting pot i love that there's people from all over the world that are you know Americans and I think it's important for everybody to remember Remember that America is America because of our values. It's not America um, because of our heritage, per se. It's not, and I was listening to this other person on this panel. He was talking about, um, you know, our heritage. We need to reclaim our heritage as Americans and, you know, our European roots. And I was like, dude, shut up. Like, it's not about race. It's not about your ethnicity. It is literally the thing that has made the Western civilization so great for so long is that we haven't focused on the superficial. We have focused on the deep and internal on our values. And if we share those and it's not about all of this other stuff. And that guy was really pissing me off, to be honest with you guys. But, um, you know, it's, it's not, it's not, you can't just push everybody else out of America, which is what this guy was advocating for. Um, and then have your, uh, like European only people as if that's going to fix every problem. Like that's extremely weird and racist, but anyway, um, I'm not, I love the idea of America being a melting pot, but I want a legal melting pot. I do not want a, gang member melting pot. I do not want women and children to be raped melting pot. I do not want people to be murdered melting pot. Like, I don't want that kind of melting pot. I want a legal melting pot of all these different types of people, all these different races, all of these different um, cultures. I want all of that. It has been what has made America so great for so long, and we can never lose that. Everybody is also even on the right, I mean, they are becoming more tribalistic, and everybody's like, well, I'm just gonna stick to my people over here. And it's like, you are weird. Like, you are weird. We are supposed to be very welcoming and inclusive in America, but we also share the same values and that is what has made western civilization so great for so long it is what is different from other civilizations that have fallen and that are currently on their way to falling and i'm just going to say that it just needs to be legal immigration so that people are not getting hurt but uh you know on this panel i was basically saying we need to do a better job on the right and in the you know center of getting the stories out of the people who are illegally immigrating and like like what they're going through and how they're being hurt and how they're being killed and how, you know, drugs are really pouring over and ruining kids' lives, like ruining adults' lives. I mean, of course the administration, the Biden administration, who Biden's son is a drug addict. He is literally the scummiest of scumbags. And I've said that before on this podcast, by the way, I'm kind of sick, so if I sound a little bit different, that's why. If I cough some on this episode, then that's why um, I have a cold. It is not COVID, for those of you wondering. I've had COVID, and it was actually less severe than this minor cold that I have right now. Um, but yeah, so obviously, the Biden administration, whose Biden's son is a drug addict, they don't care about the cartels. They don't care if people are getting hurt. Now, the southern border, they're sending a ton of troops to go handle the problem because it's really reached a crisis point, and they're having to send a bunch of troops down there. And it's just interesting to me how the left will watch the Biden administration send all of these troops to the southern border, not call him a hypocrite. Um, And also not see that, you know, why are they doing that? Like, what's going on? Like, how are these people being hurt? If the left is so empathetic and so caring and so compassionate and cares about the earth and cares about the people, why aren't they researching? They can't, like, put something into Google? Oh, they can't even do that. Is that real? Is that even something that's really happening? Apparently so. Um. So I just, I just really wanted to do an episode about the tragic things that are happening to the people who are illegally immigrating because I am not anti-immigrant. And I think that a lot of people need to understand that people who are independent or lean right, they're not really, most of us are not anti-immigrant. We want people to come to America, but we want you to come legally because why? because it is safer for us and it is safer for you. So on this episode, I'm going to go over what is going on at the border and why it is so bad for the illegal immigrants to come here illegally. And I will also give you guys some examples of why I feel this way. And I feel this way very strongly and so should you. before we get into everything, I just want to tell you guys about the Bible app. I'm sure that a lot of you guys who listen to my podcast have already downloaded this app, but I just want to remind everybody that this does exist. I know that you can't always, I mean, you can, you can take your Bible everywhere with you. I actually do do that. I have a black, um, KJV Bible, which I probably should have gotten a different color because my leather in my car is black and sometimes I'll lose my Bible in my car. Um, anyway, that is beside the point. Sometimes you don't want to, you know, have to bring your Bible everywhere and remember to do that. And since you are already having to take your phone everywhere because of work and social engagements and family and friends and all of that, then you can just download this nifty, cool Bible app. And I think that it's really, really neat. You can make a prayer a daily habit with this app. Use prayer cards to keep track of your prayers in the Bible app. Easily organize prayer lists and make your prayers private or share them with friends. Celebrate answered prayer requests with your Bible app friends. Discover the Bible. Uh, easily select from thousands of Bible versions. Over 60 languages to choose from your Bible app interface. Choose from the popular versions like NIV, NASB, ESV, NKJV, NLT, KJV. Um, y'all get the gist. Again, my favorite version is the ESV. I just think that it's very clear and easily understandable, but also very accurately translated and so I definitely recommend the ESV but I also like the NLC and KJV like I said is the one that I keep in my car that I keep losing um, but anyway I'm going to have a link for you guys to check this out I'm actually doing um, the, the coolest thing about this app is really and this is a longer app than I really even have to do but this it's just a really cool app they have a ton of Bible studies I'm doing one with some of my friends where it's read the Old Testament in a year and it's just a really good app I mean, you can do tons of Bible studies. There's Bible studies for all different types of things. Bible in a year, relationship, knowledge, do like family, friends. It's, it's very cool. And it's good because it'll keep you accountable if you add friends into your Bible studies with you because it'll let them know if you're reading your Bible because it'll give a little notification on their phone and, and it'll basically say, so like if I finish my Bible study for the day and I have done everything. You do the check mark, check mark in the Bible studies, and then it will send a notification to my friends and say, Ginny Robinson has finished her Bible study for. The day or something very similar so anyway I will have a link below for you guys to check this out it's definitely a good one um, I think the accountability factor is really good and I think it's just convenient to you know have the Bible in an app that is very functional and helps you to really understand the word which is you know important at a time in life where the world is going crazy um, and now we're going to get into the illegal immigration stuff so I just I just want everybody to understand that just because um, the Bible Biden administration isn't really talking about this doesn't mean that it's not a major, major issue. It doesn't mean that it's not happening. It doesn't mean that people aren't getting hurt. It doesn't mean that people aren't, you know, being raped, being killed, being tortured, drugs pouring over. It doesn't mean that none of that is happening. Just because the Biden administration wants to look like they're doing a really good job in office, even though everybody can tell by the state of our nation that they are not, um, just because they're not talking about it doesn't mean it's not happening. And I think that there is a problem in our country right now where Americans will just turn away and act like if something is not immediately affecting them in their personal lives, then it's just not happening at all. And if their TV is not telling them to worry about something, then they're just not worried at all. A lot of people in America are very comfortable with being told what to think and being told what to do. And and I think that there is this level of extreme discomfort for a lot of Americans when it comes to uh, actually, you know, having the willpower and having the discipline to research things yourself and to care about things enough to really look into it yourself because your TV is not hardly ever going to be telling you the truth on anything. Again, all of these major news corporations work with the government. It's synergy, 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 the big word of this podcast um, to you know help each other to get more power and control and money. And that is just the fact. That is just the fact of the matter. And you can look no further than the fact that Fox News fired their highest ranking guy, Tucker Carlson, because at a certain level, uh, these these media companies. They will fire people who are bringing, they will even fire people who are bringing them in a ton of money if, you know, they still get to have a hold on public opinion. I think that Tucker Carlson was a big threat to the Fox Corporation machine and their real goal, which is mind control. I think that a lot of people think I'm being dramatic, but that's just the case. So I, whenever I have been tweeting about, oh, well, it was a good business decision. It wasn't me saying, oh, I think that that was a good business decision. Because I don't I I think that I think if you are evil and you have this ultimate goal of mind control and controlling the narrative and lying to a populace of people in order to get your way, in order to, you know, get money and get power and get control, which, you know, I think that everybody needs to understand that even more than money, these people do want control. And they have both, but they're willing to, you know, cut people like Tucker Carlson who are bringing them in a lot of their viewers if it, if if they're going to be able to hold on to this populist mind control this mass mind control that they are very much dependent on if they want long term Power over people and over policies and over um, nations. And so I think that it's important to remember that even your favorite news stations that you feel like are right leaning and they care about you and they care about the country because they said so they told us that they did and they said it in a very convincing way. That doesn't, that doesn't mean anything. These news corporations are corporations. They have to be making money, more and more money every single year. And they, a lot of the talking heads that are y'all's favorite personalities don't even have that much control over what they say. They all have these little earphones in their ears so that they don't fall out of line too hard. And um, you know, these, these scripts are prepared for them way, way ahead of time. So the fact that a lot of these news corporations are not talking about the border crisis does not mean that it is not happening. It means that a lot of these news corporations are, they're protecting the Biden. Administration, because like it or not, even, even people like Fox News, all the people at Fox News, um, and probably that's not true. Probably not all of the people at Fox News are pro Biden or pro, you know, destroying America, but they know what it is. They know what's going on behind the scenes. They are all just very excited to hold these minute positions of power. They feel very powerful, but they have very, um, you know, they're just the little B I T C H's of the head honchos who are very 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 much aware of what these news corporations like Fox are doing which is misleading the public in order to have again this mind control this this just control control and money is the root of what so many evil people are after and I think that that's just important to remember but my point is that you know these these places are not talking about this issue because they're trying to protect the Biden administration's reputation and they are trying to protect protect. protect uh, Joe Biden's, you know, likelihood of winning re-election, winning, quote-unquote. Yeah, I don't know why anybody thinks we're going to have a fair election in twenty four. I think it's cute how everybody is acting like that's even a possibility. Like, I think it's kind of cute and a little bit uh, very much naive. I think that's very naive of everybody. I think that it's a good thing that Trump is jumping in and fully prepared To cheat back. And I think that a lot of you are going to be shocked to hear me say that, but I am very, very proud of Trump for doing that because you do not beat cheaters by playing fairly. What you do is you cheat back, you cheat better, and then you change the laws so that nobody can cheat. And so unfortunately, the good side is going to have to do that sometimes. And I don't know if y'all remember this, Michelle Obama said, when they go low, we go high. Well, our motto over here is when they go low, we go much, much lower. And then we pull everybody up. Um, and that is what we're going to have to do. We're Going to have to ballot harvest. We are going to have to beat them at their own game. And then we are going to have to pass laws that, you know, make these things, make all of this rigged election nonsense literally illegal. You will go to prison if you do it and really enforce that so that we can get back to having free and fair elections so that we can elect people who will not allow the border to go into this crazy mayhem state, which is what we're seeing right now. Um, I just want to go over some of the stories of what. Exactly is happening at the southern border. I want you guys to kind of understand what it's looking like down there. And because I, again, nobody's talking about this. So we all have to talk about it together. Um, and I just want y'all to really envision. You know their environment, the from the illegal immigrants' perspective, but also to like take into account because I don't want it to come off like oh I'm only concerned about illegal immigrants. No, I'm very much concerned about American citizens. I'm very much concerned about the cartels having their drugs come over to our country and ruin our kids' lives, ruin adults' lives. And I'm sure that anybody that wants to get gr- drugs will figure out a way to do that and ruin their lives. But you know we have a responsibility to do everything that we can to protect. Our country and our people, and that shouldn't be such a controversial thing to say. You would say the same thing about your family. I will do anything to protect them. Look at your country like your freaking family. Do you want intruders coming in all the time? Do you want that to happen? People on the left will act like, "Oh, well, we don't mind. We're all people. Let's coexist." But again, these are not people who are allowing these people to come into their homes. These are not people that are giving any of their time or money or love to these people. They're out of sight, out of mind. As soon as they have virtue signaled to the online community and whatever award shows they're at if they're celebrities and then they will literally be out of sight out of mind and if you bring it up again they'll be like what are you talking about? Um, so yeah, I just, I just want y'all to understand what's going on down there because the fact that the Biden administration is now sending all of these troops, it, it is literally like mayhem. It is wild what's going on down there. And I just don't think that anybody really understands, uh, the press secretary who is just an atrocious, uh, I'm sorry that I have to do that sometimes on this podcast, but sometimes I think of someone and I'm just like. Like, and there's no other way to put it, but our press secretary, um, she is just an idiot and she constantly I mean it is her job technically to make the Biden administration look good and to act like this is just not a big problem um she's just handling this very badly too so I just want to go over some of these stories and I know that everybody is kind of losing their empathy out here because of technology and because of nihilism and because of everybody turning their you know backs on God um but I would ask that you know y'all try to have some humanity empathy and really, you know, try to not be, I guess, just a POS um, and listen to this. Okay. So from CBS News, which again, I don't like any news sources, but I have to get, you know, stories from somewhere. Um, But CBS News put out an article and it says nine migrants found dead in river along U.S.-Mexico border. Uh, This is happening in many, many cases, but it says nine migrants trying to enter the U.S. along the southern border were found dead in the Rio Grande according to Customs and Border Protection, CBP, which discovered the bodies on Thursdays when responding to an illegal crossing attempt by several dozen migrants near Eagle Pass, Texas. Border Patrol agents apprehended 53 migrants during the incident, officials said, including 37 individuals who were rescued from the river which divides the U.S. and Mexico. Mexican officials took custody of an additional 39 migrants On the other side of the Rio Grande, CBP said Friday, U.S. border officials recovered six of the deceased bodies, while their Mexican government counterparts discovered three bodies. According to a statement released by CBP, Richard Paza an agency spokesperson, said the bodies were discovered inside the river. So that is happening. I do think that, you know, I think that CBS News is still being a little polite to the Biden administration. I mean, that's happening a lot where these bodies are just washing up in rivers. And I, I know people that live very close to the Texas border down there, and, and they're just, they are absolutely appalled by what's happening. I mean, it's a it's a huge crisis. There have been so, so many people that have been apprehended at the border. I mean, over 6,000, and they're calling them migrants, but we know that they're illegal immigrants, um, per day, on average, were apprehended in 2022. So, I mean, that's 2.2 million apprehensions in just one 12-month period that's kind of a lot it's kind of a lot and that's a lot those those they know that those can sway elections that's why the biden administration has just let this this crisis fly for so long they're just like it's okay it's all good y'all just you know you can come on over and we're gonna bribe you into voting for us um I don't know if y'all remember, but Kamala Harris pretended to be in charge. She was supposed to be in charge of the border. And she, I think, went relatively close, but not really. She went to Texas, but not to the border when she was in charge of all of that. Our wonderful border czar, our wonderful lady who slept her way to VP, the border czar. Kamala Harris is so ignorant. I mean, we need to just take a moment. She is so ignorant and she will get herself in front of crowds. And, and I think she's high. I think she is literally like intoxicated and she talks to Americans. Like, like we're four, like we're four years old. We don't know what's going on. The irony is she is so dumb and literally slept her way to VP. Like she is disgusting and she is just repulsive. And it's so shocking still to me as a woman that that is our first woman vp it's just like wow what what a what a representation um, but anyway, she was in charge of the border stuff and, of course, like handled it about as well as you'd think somebody who slept her way to the top would. Not well. But the entire Biden administration has just waited for it to reach this boiling point of, of a huge disaster. And so now that you're sending all of these troops down to the border, we have 1,500 troops going down to the border. And the Biden administration is trying to make it sound like, oh, they're just going to help them and they're not going to have to do anything but... But it is a it is a what they're calling you know, a migrant surge. But that is um, an illegal immigration invasion is what that is. And so it's just going to get messy. It's just going to get, you know, really, really bad. And because, you know, the news organizations aren't focusing in on what's exactly happening, you know, nobody's going to really know how bad it gets. Um, But anyway, so I'm going to take it over to Twitter, see what people are saying. There's a a very um, intense video that someone shared from, TikTok of, I guess these are border patrol agents that shared this, but it's, it's a video of all of these migrants literally trying to climb over. And someone said the White House claims illegal immigration is down 90%. Imagine what it looked like before. Um, and there, and I wish you guys could see this. I really want to get the podcast where you guys can see everything because I have a lot of things that I want to show you. But it's hard to show you when I'm just doing audio. But anyway, um, this is just really, really wild. It's, it's like all of these people, like hundreds thousands climbing over and I'm watching the video right now, climbing over this thing and the border patrol people are just like, okay, wow. So, Total crisis, Um, we have Greg Abbott. Biden says he will deploy 1,500 troops to the border primarily to do paperwork and only for 90 days. This does nothing to stop illegal immigration. I deployed up to 10,000 Texas National Guard to the border to fill the gaps created by Biden's reckless open border policies. Um, I think that, you know, that's necessary, probably. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of Greg Abbott right now, but historically he has been a pretty good governor. Um, This is a good move. You're going to have to do that. I mean, that's what I'm talking about is that Biden is trying to make it seem like we're just, it's not that big of a problem like we're just doing this to do paperwork like it's it's not that they really even want to stop these people from getting hurt and to protect americans it's literally that they're just they're just trying to make everything look fine and still get as many of these illegal immigration people over so that they can have their illegal immigration votes. That's literally what this is about. The Biden administration has done a horrendous job running the country. Everything is so much more garbage than it has ever been. And they're panicking. They're like, how are we going to win this next election, even with all of the cheating that we intend to do? If we don't have all of these, you know, illegal votes coming over. How are we going to do it? This is literally um uh, in a lot of ways this is campaign strategy. But anyway uh, Tim Young. Everybody should follow Tim Young. He's very funny. He is my friend. He said uh, the press secretary is questioned about her lie that illegal immigration is down 90 percent and she stumbles all over herself lying more and quickly moves on. I want to play this clip so that you guys can hear her. But as you guys know, she is insane. I said yesterday that when it comes to illegal migration, you
1: see it come down by more The I CDB was speaking. I telling us the number is I hear you. I'm about to answer. I'm about people. I'm about to answer you. Year if so if you if you, if the dramatics could come down just a little bit. I, I, um, if it, the it, dramatics could come down a little what's bit. What's dramatic about asking a question about Okay, I'm I'm going to answer. So I was speaking to the parolee program. As you know, the president put in place a parolee program to deal with uh, to deal with certain countries uh, on on ways that we can limit illegal migration, and we have seen, the data has shown us, that it has gone down by more than 90%. That was what I was speaking and to. No, I'm, we're, we're going to go. We're going to move. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. We're moving here. Let's
0: go. As always, she is a total clown and everything is a total circus. Um, From uh, Representative Matt Gaetz, President Trump was able to put downward pressure on illegal immigration through his common sense border policies under Joe Biden. Our country is being invaded by illegal aliens from as far as China. That's another important uh, point that a lot of the Chinese are even illegally immigrating now. And I think that everybody does need to be aware of what all of this is going to the implications of it all i'm going to play a video that he shared um i know everybody's like iffy on matt gates whatever we have no proof that any of the stuff that came out about him was true so i relatively like matt gates
1: after years of radio silence on the immigration procedures at our southern border and as millions of people poured into the nation without legal status President Biden's brand new plan to open U.S. processing centers in some Latin American countries to help process asylum seekers before they come to the U.S. is sparking new concerns. The move is aimed at reducing illegal immigration after Title 42 ends on May 11th. Meanwhile, House Republicans are continuing to push forward with a broad plan that would codify several of the Trump administration's border policies, including reinstating remain in Mexico, which forced asylum applicants to wait outside of the US or in detention centers while their claims are being processed. Florida Republican Congressman Matt Gates is here now. There is so much to say and so little time. Are you surprised at this move? I mean, literally there was no movement. There was no visit to the border. And now all of a sudden, when we're two weeks away from the expiration of Title 42, let's just solve it by creating processing centers in Latin America.
2: It is a little bit too little too late, Adrian. And it's important Americans know what's happening at the border right now. Groups of tens of thousands are waiting in encampments in various parts of Mexico to come into our country next month, the moment Title 42 expires. And what we're hearing from a lot of those groups is it's not just folks from those Latin American countries where President Biden is setting up those processing centers. I heard in the Yuma sector, nine out of every ten large groups have people from China that are coming across our border. And so it's it's become a little less a conglomeration of Northern Triangle countries. It looks a lot more like a United Nations meeting down at the border. And that's why these processing facilities uh, in the Northern Triangle won't be sufficient to deal with the new influx when Title 42 expires next month.
1: I understand because of the spy balloon and TikTok and all that, people are more heightened or more aware of the Chinese influence or of immigrants coming into the country. But no matter where they come from, There's really not a process in place for the ones who are already here. Uh, They're just waiting in line for nothing most of the time. But why are former President Trump's policies better?
2: Well, President Trump was able to really put downward pressure on illegal immigration into this country, the first president to do so in quite some time, and it was because of the Remain in Mexico policies, the safe third country policies, and the Title 42 policies. Those three things together would allow asylum to exist for people with legitimate claims, but you wouldn't be able to present a fraudulent asylum claim at the border and then be paroled into the interior of the country for a hearing sometime five or seven years later that over 90 percent of the asylum seekers don't even show up for. So what we have today is a turnstile. What we had in President Trump's Uh, uh, administration was an opportunity for legitimate asylum claims to be evaluated, and we didn't have the clog in the system of all those fraudulent claims because people were waiting in Mexico or in the Northern Triangle. That required diplomacy. Kevin McAleenan, President Trump's Homeland Security Secretary, deserves a lot of credit for setting up those deals, and they've dissolved under President Biden.
1: Well, it'll be interesting to see how Republicans confront the issue of the people who are stuck in limbo in between the policies of the current administration and what can be done to solve this process and procedure moving forward because there are a lot of people who will be in the gray area.
0: Yeah, and they will be. And it's true. I mean, when Trump was in office, we did not have millions of legal immigrants pouring across the border. We just didn't. Trump was all about legal immigration. He was all about the wall and everybody thought he was so hateful for wanting to build the wall. And it's like, no, it's like, no, you guys, it actually is a lot safer for immigrants to immigrate legally. It just is. It's just safer for them. There's much less of a chance that they're going to be raped, tortured and murdered. And there's a lot less of a chance that we will be raped, tortured tortured or murdered by them. And so it, it just has to be a process. Everything in life that is sane is is a process and you got to go through the process so that everything isn't absolutely chaos. And especially when it comes to immigration, you've just got to watch what you are letting into your country. Sorry, you just do. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, we need to really, I'm really, really glad again that Trump is, is fully okay with, you know, cheating back so that he can really get back in office and hopefully you know laws will be made where the whole ballot harvesting thing cannot happen and really secure our elections so that they are free and fair again we need to get back to that not that they were ever fully free and fair it's made me question a lot of things actually how easily the 2020 election was stolen but um you know freer and fairer would be super stellar and so I am really looking forward to that but I I don't have anything else really to say about the illegal immigration I think everybody needs to do their due diligence and researching it themselves. You don't need to listen to other people or listen to me even, you know, give you your own opinions to have. You don't need to be a parrot of any of the podcasters or anything like that. You do need to research everything yourself, come to your own conclusions. But when Title 42 ends, very, very soon, in just a few days, like we are all going to be... Um, and everybody in Texas is just really going to be kind of screwed. I, y'all need to just go on Twitter and look at the Texas, El Paso in particular, the videos coming out of the illegal immigrants flooding into Texas. But uh, after Title 42 ends, I mean, it's going to be uh, an illegal immigrant surge that is just going to be really, really crazy and really dangerous for everybody. So um, I have an article on Substack about you know why legal immigration is so much better for a everybody, um, and why illegal immigration is so terrible for everybody, and why we need to not be anti-immigrant, but pro-legal immigrants. Because I, I do think that there is a, a little bit of a thing where, you know, it's disillusioning to have all of these illegal immigrants coming over, and it's really... It's like it's making people on the right be I don't want to say it's making them racist, but it's making them go a different extreme way. And I don't want anybody to forget that America is beautiful because of our diversity. And that is true. We have always been a melting pot, but it has to be it has to be legal immigration so that everybody is safer. And I don't like seeing people get hurt. I don't like seeing us get hurt. I don't like seeing, you know, vulnerable people from other countries get hurt. But there has to be a process that makes sense and we have to stick to it so 3 million plus people are not pouring over into our country every single year illegally okay that's all I'm gonna say and I will see you guys next time